Welcome to this message from Alpha and Omega Ministries International. We value the Word of God as an instrument of growth in our lives, using it to mend our ways, align our thinking, and ultimately bring restoration. We trust that you will be blessed and encouraged by what we have to share. As you know, we are currently studying the subject of faith, and last week we did part one of the realities of faith. I just want to remind you of the last few um, comments that I have made before closing off, that Paul is speaking in Galatians chapter 2.20, inspired by the Holy Spirit, and he says the following, I am crucified with Christ, nevertheless I live. Yet not I, but Christ liveth in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. Paul say that the life that he now lives in the body he lives by the faith of the Son of God who loved him and gave himself for him. That doesn't just apply to Paul, but to every born-again believer. The life that we now live in this body, we ought to live it by the faith of the Son of God who loved us and gave himself for us. We need to understand that the, that the faith we have received from God, it is the faith of the Son of God that now lives within us. We need to meditate on this very fact until it becomes real to us. Did you know that you have the same kind of faith that Jesus lived by and operated with, the Apostle Paul, the Apostle Peter, all of those saints of old, lived by and operated by the same faith that we have received today. It is not our faith. It is the God kind of faith that we have been given when we received Jesus Christ as the Lord of our lives. Now, whether we believe it or not, it's the truth. It is a fact that we have the God kind of faith living on the inside of us. The difference between Paul and us is that most of us don't really know what we have. And even if we do have a revelation of it, we have not learned how to fully function and operate in this faith. It's important to understand that. Now, if we are to learn how to function and walk by this faith, the first thing you and I need to do as born-again believers is to know ourselves by faith after the Spirit and not according to our natural appearances or to the flesh. I want you to look at 
two verses of scripture from your own Bibles, please. From 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 16 and 17. These are some of my favorite verses in the Bible, especially verse 17. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 16 and 17. Therefore, Paul, inspired by the Spirit of God, says, From now on, we regard no one according to the flesh. Even though we have known Christ according to the flesh, yet now we know him thus no longer. Verse 17, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. All things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. Now the word regard, when Paul says, we regard now no one according to the flesh. From now on. In other words, from, from the time you've been born again, Paul says it's important that you do not regard yourself or know yourself according to the flesh. To regard means to look upon or think of. The King James Version says, Therefore we know now no man after the flesh. The believer must know himself by faith after the Spirit and not according to his physical appearance or according to his natural background. The scripture says that when you get born again, you are a new creation created in Christ Jesus. According to the word of God, the believer has been recreated by God in his spirit after God's own image. In other words, on the inside, the believer looks just like God. God is a spirit. We are spirit beings. And the Bible says, we have been recreated anew, a new species of being that never existed before. You are made new. All things have become new in your spirit man. And the old has passed away, and behold, all things have become new. In Colossians chapter 3 and verse 9, the Apostle Paul says, And we have put on the new man, which is renewed in knowledge after the image of him that created him. When he talks about putting on the new man, he's talking about that, that, that we have been made new in our spirit man. We have been recreated anew, and that inward man is renewed in knowledge after the image of him who created him. And that is God, of course. So, I'm going to say that again. If we need, if we, if we, going to walk and live and function by faith in this natural physical world, 
The first thing we need to know is to know ourselves according to the Spirit or according to the Word of God and not just according to our natural appearances. We must establish in our hearts and not just in our minds that we are spirit beings who have a soul and we live in this physical body. Turn with me to 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 and verse 23 in order to establish this truth. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 and verse 23. And the very God of peace sanctify you wholly, and I pray, God, your whole spirit and soul and body be preserved blameless unto the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. Notice that the Apostle Paul begins on the inside and he goes from the inside outward. He mentions the spirit first, not the body, because we are primarily spirit beings. God is a spirit and they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. If we are made in the image and in the likeness of God, then we are also primarily spirit beings. That is why Paul puts the spirit first. He says your whole spirit and soul and body be preserved blameless unto the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. We have a soul. The soul is made up of our emotions, made up of our intellect, our ability to calculate and reason, as well as our will. The will, the emotions, and the mind is part of the soul. And then we live in this physical body. This is the house you live in. You cannot function in this natural world without a body. That is why when we put our body, when our body dies, we have to get out of here. Because only spirit with bodies are allowed to function in this physical world. It's your earthly suit. Now, your body is not the real you, but the house you live in. I cannot see you with my natural eyes. What I'm seeing is the house you live in. Some of us are, have, have white bodies, other white houses, others black houses, others yellow, and so on and so forth. But our spirits are just like God on the inside. We look like the Lord Jesus on the inside because we are created in the image and likeness of God. Now, in 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 16, the Word of God says, For which cause we faint not, but, through our, but though our outward man perishes, yet the inward man is renewed day by day. Notice what Paul says. He talks about an outward man, and he talks about an inward man. He says, even though our outward man, referring to our body, 
is perishing, or another translation says decay. The body grows old, the hair go gray, the wrinkles come. That is the outward man. Yet, he says, the inward man, he's referring to the spirit man, is renewed day by day. Did you know that on the inside of you, the real you is getting younger every single day? Your spirit will never die. And if you have received Christ as Lord of your life, you will live forever in the presence of God. Amen. Praise God. I look forward to our new body. The day will come, the Bible says, when we will receive a glorified body that never ages. That uh, just like the one Jesus has. We can, uh, I don't know what you call it, but you can be here in one moment and the next moment you're in another continent. The, the new body that Jesus received went through walls. It didn't go through the door. So it's a glorified body. It's a spiritual body. But that day will come still. So all of these verses reveal to us that we have an inward man, which is a spiritual being, and an outward man, which is the body. Now, knowing ourselves by faith is knowing ourselves after the Spirit. The only true source of information concerning who you are, what you have, and what you can do is the Word of God. That's the only true source of information that will not lie to you. Every other source of information is polluted by worldly thinking. If you want to know who you really are, you've got to ask the Word of God, because the Word is the only one who knows who you really are. He's the only one who knows what you can do, and He's the only one what you have received because you are in Christ Jesus. And you know, I hear this almost every day. Believers often belittle themselves because they don't know who they are. You will hear them say words such as, I am just such a failure. I'm so weak. I'm so fearful. And on and on. I, I'm just, I am just a poor old sinner saved by grace. And on and on we go contradicting the very Word of God, and in fact, you are cursing yourself if that's the way you think and speak of yourself. The Bible says that you are a new creation in Christ Jesus, and God didn't create any failures, and no weaklings, and no doubters, and no fearful persons. No, you are not an old sinner saved by grace. You were an old sinner, but you got born again, and now you are in Christ, and you have been recreated and made the very righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. That's who you are. Look at, look at the Word of God in 2 Corinthians 5.21, and you will see what the Word says. You want to know who you are? That's who you are. 2 Corinthians 5.21 the Word of God says, For God made him, that is Jesus, who knew no sin, to be sin for us, 
that we might become the righteousness of God in him. So when you know yourself by faith after the Spirit, this is who you are. Faith says you are the righteousness of God. You're not going to be. You already are. Righteousness is a gift from God, cannot be earned. Just like salvation is a gift from God. Just like the Holy Spirit is a gift from God. That's who you are. You are the righteousness of God. And you need to see yourself as such. And you must know yourself as such. The Word of God says in Proverbs 28 verse 1, The wicked flee when no one pursues, but the righteous are bold as a lion. That's who you are. When you know that you know that you know, not just in your mind, but in your heart, that you, that you are the righteousness of God, or in other words, you have right standing with God. That's what righteousness means. Nothing stands between you and God. You have right standing with God because of what Jesus Christ has done for you. And it is not based on your performance. It is not based on your conduct or your good works. It is based on what Jesus Christ has done on the cross of Calvary over 2,000 years ago. And you receive that gift of righteousness. It's a gift and you receive it by faith. So who are you? I am the righteousness of God, and I am bold as a lion. The lion is not afraid of any animal. It's bold. And the Bible says the believer is as bold as a lion. And that's not the case in, in many believers' lives. Some of them are so fearful and so anxious. It shouldn't be this way. Because that's not who you are. That's not the real you. The enemy has sold you a lie and told you that you're a failure just because you failed once or twice. Or you're a sinner because you sinned once or twice or however many times. You're not. You are who God says you are. And you can do who God's, what God says you can do. Amen? So... If you get to know yourself as righteous, then every single time you pray, you know that God hears you because the word of God says in Psalms 34 verse 15, the eyes of the Lord are on the righteous and his ears are open to their cry. Because you are righteous, the Bible says that the eyes of the Lord is over you. And his ears are open to your cry. Every time you say, Lord, he says, here I am. Why? Because of what Jesus has done for you and I. Because you are the righteousness of God. So it's important to know ourselves after the Spirit, by faith, and not according to our natural appearances. The Word of God is like a mirror that gives us access or a window, if you would, into the world of the Spirit and enables us to see and know things which our physical senses cannot perceive. 
All we need to do is believe it. Simply believe what the Word says. And when you believe it, act like it. Act like you are the righteousness of God. I am who God says I am. I have what God says I have. And I can do whatever God says I can do. And the Word of God says all things are possible to me because I am a believer. Nothing is impossible for you. It is, it is, it is a contradiction to think of yourself as a mere human being. You're not just human. You are superhuman because God's Holy Spirit lives within you. And you have supernatural power living on the inside of you. So that makes you a supernatural being living in this natural body. Hello. You know, these truths can transform your life if you would take them and believe them and act upon these these wonderful truths that I'm sharing with you. That is why Jesus said, you shall know the truth and the truth will make you free. Free from what? Free from fear, free from doubt, free from anxiety, free from stress, free from all diabolical bondage, free from the world's systems, free from the world's thoughts and curses. Hello. So, when I read the Word, and the Word of God says that I have been blessed with every spiritual blessing in heavenly places, in Ephesians 1.3, I believe it. I believe it. And I confess that. I don't have to ask God or beg Him or come crawling in and crying out to God, asking Him to bless me. Why? Because the Word tells me that I am already blessed. You are the blessed of the Lord. Blessed means empowered to prosper. Did you know that you're anointed and appointed and empowered to prosper in every sphere of your life? Spiritually, mentally, emotionally, physically, financially, and socially. God has empowered you with the blessing of Abraham. You are blessed. So instead of saying, God bless me, why not say, Father, I thank you that you have blessed me. I am the blessed of the Lord. I am empowered and anointed to prosper. No failure shall come near me because I'm prosperous. Hello. Praise God. Hallelujah. So, when you believe this way, when you start thinking this way, something happens first on the inside of you, then in due time it begins to manifest on the outside. When you believe who you are, others will start to believe who you are. When you start honoring yourself and respecting what God has done in your life, others will begin to respect you. Hello? 
But when you curse yourself, when you do not respect yourself, when you do not value yourself, how is others going to value you? Amen? So, get up every morning. You may not feel like it. You may not look like it. But the Bible says we walk by faith, not by looks. And say to yourself, I am blessed, blessed by the Lord. I'm empowered. I'm anointed through Jesus Christ. I'm appointed by God himself. And know this, that God will not withdraw his blessing. Neither can he alter it. He has spoken over you and blessed you. And that blessing will continue to remain on you. And as you cooperate with it, you will see the blessing of the Lord manifested in your natural physical circumstances. And another thing, the devil cannot stop it. The only one who can stop the blessing of the Lord from functioning to its fullest in your life is you through your doubt and through your unbelief and through the words that come out of our mouths. Amen. So knowing ourselves by faith in the Spirit is knowing ourselves according to who the Word of God says we are. As I say, God's Word is a mirror. James chapter 1 verse 25. Turn there with me please and look at this verse of Scripture for a moment. James chapter 1 verse 25. We'll just conclude here so that we have time for communion. <clears throat> James says, He who looks into the perfect law of liberty, and when he says the perfect law of liberty, he's referring to the Word of God and continues in it and is not a forgetful hearer but a doer of the work, this one will be blessed in what he does. So the word of God is like a spiritual mirror. It gives you, when you look into the word, it gives you a true reflection of who you really are in the spirit. It tells you who you are. A child of God, born of his spirit. The Word of God calls you an overcomer. 1 John chapter 4, I think, says, And this is the victory that overcomes the world, even our faith. You are a world overcomer. Why? Because the greater one lives within you, and greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. You are a believer, not a doubter. You are a believer and not a fearful person. God has not given you the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. Fear, doubt, anxiety, worry, it doesn't belong to you. It doesn't belong to the new creation. So you need to reject them. You need to resist them in the name of Jesus and put on in your way of thinking the true image of who you really are. So when you look into the Word of God and take a good look into it, 
by meditating in the Word day and night, what happens is you begin to see yourself as God sees you. How does God see you? The way that I've just described. He holds nothing against you. He loves you. The Bible says, surely goodness and mercy follows you all the days of your life. He's your provider. He's your financier. He is the father who truly cares and loves you more than any other being on the face of this earth. And he will never leave you, he says, and he will never forsake you. Listen, guys, it's time we start believing the word of God. And repent of our unbelief and doubt. So when you take a good look into the word, that's why the word of God is our guide, is the source of life. The psalmist said, your word is a lamp unto my feet and a light to my path. We need to meditate in the word. Day and night, we begin to see ourselves as God sees us. And as we continue in it, and not be a forgetful person of what we see in the mirror of God's word, and believe it, it becomes, the Bible says, the perfect law of liberty that sets us free from every diabolical bondage the enemy has placed upon us. It will set you free from rejection, feelings of rejection. It will set you free from all manner of fear. It will set you free from all the guilt and all the shame. It will set you free from inferiorities and the like. It will set you free from sickness and disease, from poverty, from lack, and will renew your way of thinking, setting us free from our limitations and from our weaknesses. It becomes the perfect law of liberty. When you look into it and you don't forget what you see in that mirror, but you believe it with your heart, you confess it with your mouth, and you renew your way of thinking according to what you see in that mirror. Then your inside begins to change, and that change begins to affect the outside, your outward man, your circumstances, your finances, your relationships, and the like. Isn't that good news? Have I given you good news today? Are you encouraged? Amen. Praise God. Let's pray. Father, thank you so much for your precious word. Thank you that your word is a mirror that gives us a true reflection of who we really are. Your word becomes the perfect law of liberty that sets us free as we continue to look into that word and meditate in a day and night it sets us free from all diabolical bondages. We praise you and we thank you for your precious word today. Father, teach us to put value where there is real value. And forgive us, Lord, for allowing ourselves to be distracted from your word, distracted by the cares of this world, the deceitfulness of riches and the desires for other things coming into our heart and choke the very life of God, the very life of the Word. 
We repent, Lord, for allowing the worries, the cares, the stresses, Father, to distract us from your holy word. Your word is life. Your word is health and healing to all of our flesh. Teach us, therefore, to put value where there is real value in Jesus' precious and wonderful name. And everybody said, Amen and Amen. Thank you for listening to this message. For additional resources or more information about this ministry, come and visit us at alphaomegaint.org.za.